Hi everyone, this is the Life Sciences Radio, and my name is Anastasia Kurosheva. At the moment of this recording, the academic year has just started, and the GSLS students participate in the ILS, which stands for the Introduction Life Sciences Week. The start of this academic year is with no doubt a very unordinary one. All of us are very curious how the newcoming students experience it and which strategies they developed to adjust to this new educational situation. Let's listen to them. Today, I will talk about all of these issues to Trisha Baum, a first-year GSLS student. Hello, Trisha. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, please tell us shortly about your background, where do you come from, uh, which academic background you have. Uh, yeah, so I am originally from a small town near Nijmegen in the east, middle east of the Netherlands. And uh, when six years ago, I went to Utrecht to study medicine after finishing high school. And so I've done my bachelor's in medicine and then decided I might not want to continue the, the school of medicine. So I uh, did a year in innovation studies and now I am starting the master in epidemiology, which is why I'm here today. Yeah, cool. And why did you decide to uh, stop with your medical studies, if I may ask? Um, in hindsight, I think I had been doubtful about the studies from the second year already, um, mostly because I was not sure whether I want to be a doctor in mm -hmm. the future. I think I, I like to get some more insight into the why and the how behind the medicine instead of just looking at something that is the case and someone is sick and give them a medicine and then not knowing exactly why or how so i think that's mainly uh, but there's many other reasons to too long to to explain yeah but i can imagine that these questions uh, about how and why led you to research to be interested in research education yes yes definitely uh, you have sent me your CV be, uh, before our conversation and I also looked at different uh, activities which you uh, took part in and I am um, pretty sure that with your uh, background you could uh, choose uh, any graduate school uh, in the Netherlands and uh, possibly also outside. So why did you choose uh, the GSLS? Yeah, it's a good question. I did consider going abroad for my, for my master's. Um, however, I think the, the quality of education in the Netherlands is very high, um, which is one of the reasons I decided to stay here. And also uh, Utrecht is my, my home place. So um, I've lived here for six years and I think it's a big deal to leave it behind for two years. And then the program I'm doing now, so epidemiology, allows you to go abroad for your major research project. So you can still spend some time abroad, um, which is the main reason I decided to stay here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to combine those two. Do you have uh, in mind already a country where you would like to go for this major project? Yeah, I'm thinking mostly about um, going somewhere on the African con continent. So my parents used to live in Botswana uh, for three years. So I've, I fell in love with the, with the country itself. And also um, in my, my research background, because um, I've been doing part-time work in research, I work with low-income countries a lot and my interest is just, yeah, definitely an African continent. Don't know which country yet. No. Oh, so sounds very cool. Uh, I'm wondering uh, whether this ongoing pandemic uh, had any influence on your decision to enroll 
uh, in biomedical uh, education and uh, more specifically to epidemiology? So actually not, because actually I made the decision to start epidemiology before the corona situation started. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so last year I took a, a gap year in which I only worked, um, partially in research and uh, partially some other work. And then uh, before that I had already decided. So it's just an unlucky coincidence that <laughs> this is happening now for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I would like to talk about the introduction week in which you mm -hmm. are participating right now. Uh, of course, it's uh, not finished yet, but I'm very interested in your experience till now. Uh, which aspects of this introduction week did you like the most so far? Well, so we've only done two days yet, so there's... Um... I think the thing I liked most so far is the face-to-face -face meeting that we had yesterday. Um, we, we got a chance to meet our fellow master students, which is very rare in, this, in the current times. Um, I think it's one of the only times we're, we're going to see each other in real life. So that was very valuable. And they gave us goodie bags as well. So that was <laughs> really cool. Um, and furthermore, I like that they talk about uh, things such as ethics and fraud and plagiarism because I think it's something that goes wrong in a lot of bachelors mm -hmm. and masters as well so I think it's very good that they pay some extra attention to that as well mm -hmm. yeah. and um, uh, I was wondering whether uh, the introduction week and the planning which I'm sure you saw of the whole week uh, how much does it correspond to your expectations about an introduction week is it what you expected or are there some uh, interesting and surprising moments for you also in the whole week as it is planned at the moment? I think, um, well, I didn't have many expectations before starting the program. I decided to go in open-mindedly. Um, I think I already knew everything would be online. It was just for me uh, an adventure to find out how it was going. And I think it's actually quite well done. So that surprises me. Um, and also uh, what also surprised me, but I think that's part of doing a master's as a whole is that everyone is very interested in the subject and very motivated and very, um, very, very wise already. And that's something that's really, really different than in a bachelor. So that's something that positively surprised me, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. And to how many uh, your fellow students had you already have a chance to talk to and exchange your expectations, your plans, and just uh, to get to know each other? Well, not many at all, actually. I, um, I know one guy, I know him from my bachelor, um, and furthermore, I didn't know anyone, so I didn't really have a chance to, to exchange expectations. Um, every, yesterday, we got a chance to talk to each other online, so you get to know a lot of people very, very quickly. Um, I think that's mainly, but I didn't know many people, no, not at all. Okay, you have then all two years ahead of you for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and... Talking about this uh, online approach in education, I assume you already had most of your education online from starting from March, and uh, also it is ongoing right now. Uh, we all can agree, I think, that uh, we all miss face-to-face uh, -face education, and both teachers and students. Uh, and let's talk about a positive side of the online education. What 
uh, has become more easier for you or which aspects of online education do you really enjoy if there are such ones i think um positive aspects are definitely that you get more time um, because you don't have to travel anywhere uh, it's easier for you to uh to spend some time like you can do the laundry in between two lectures you know and, and usually you would be waiting for the next professor to come so that's definitely a positive aspect and you can spend some more time with your loved ones that are living with you or mm -hmm. somewhere else and i think that if you can manage to find a good workplace for yourself somewhere in your home or maybe outside your home um that it's quite doable to do classes online even though you miss, right. as you say, you miss the face-to-face -face contact. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And uh, uh, you know that I asked you beforehand to think about uh, a book which you would recommend to our listeners. And uh, now I would like to tell you what did you choose and why? Yeah, so um, I did some courses in English literature and one of the writers that's one of my favorites is actually John Boyne. Um, some people might know him from The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. And my favorite book from him would be Noah Barley Water. And the reason for this is because he, it seems like a, a children's story, but it's actually quite an adult book with quite adult themes. Um, and if you've read The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, I think you might, might um, see as well that he has some very interesting perspectives on on certain situations and that's why it's one of my favorite writers and one of my favorite books yeah cool thank you for the recommendation yeah. and at the end i would like to ask you a few questions they are based on the um, questionnaire which is called marcel proust questionnaire uh, they might touch uh, upon personal aspects but that's uh, the aim of our podcasts to really get to know people uh, better and uh, what they care about, what their values are, etc. So uh, I have just a few for you. And the first one is, how would you define success? Yeah, I think that's um, a very difficult question. I've thought about it myself sometimes. Um, for me personally, so outside of the academic world, I would define success as being happy where you are and the people you are with. Um, I think that's, yeah, if you can achieve that, you, you have definitely found success in life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm curious about uh, your uh, personality as the way you see it. Uh, could you name uh, one uh, very strong quality of yours? And I mean personal quality. Um, I think one of my most valuable qualities would be my honesty. I try to be honest all the time, um, which is sometimes quite hard to do for most people actually, and for, my, for myself too. So I think that's something that I take pride in, yeah. Mm -hmm. What is it you most dislike in the world or in people? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that would be the opposite. So dishonesty mm -hmm. is something that frustrates me or when injustice is done, that's something that can make me quite angry when I feel like, People are not getting what they deserve. Um, so I think that's definitely one of the things I most dislike. Mm -hmm. If you could talk to anyone who lived before you, who that person would be? I think it would be um, Van Gogh, the, the painter, um, mostly because I think his life was very 
very strange and, and of course very interesting um, and there's still a lot of things unknown about his life as well as about his death and I think it would be so nice to talk to him about that and also because of my background in medicine I'm, I'm very interested in psychiatric problems as well um, and as you might know Van Gogh suffered from some psychiatric problems so that's why I would really love to talk to him yeah mm -hmm. cool and the last question what is your motto um, so if I say it in Dutch mm -hmm. Um, linksom of rechtsom, rechtsom, uiteindelijk komt alles goed. Uh, so in English it will be uh, one way or another, in the end things will work out. And I think it's just a very true saying that usually, with some exceptions of course, but whatever happens, in the end it will be fine. And in the end, if it goes wrong or if it goes right, things will work out and you will, you will find a way to manage. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. This was Trisha Baum, a master's student at the Graduate School of Life Sciences. I wish everyone the great start of the academic year. Stay safe and stay tuned. <laughs>